Welcome to Elbow Grease. I am your host, Tavisha. Here, we talk about everything fitness. That includes the mental, physical, and sometimes even spiritual. Nothing is off topic. Thank you for joining the very first episode of Elbow Grease. Again, I'm your host, Tavisha. And so if you listen to the most recent Millennial Love podcast episode, then you know those are my homies. And it's because of Justin, Cara, and Michelle that I am here with you today. So basically, thank y'all for looking out for your girl and making me and Elbow Grease a part of the Millennial Love Network. So the way I do things is a little bit different. I'm always going to give it to you straight, no chaser. No, I'm not a big drinker, but I don't know anywhere else to do it other than just give it to you raw. So without further ado, let me tell you a little bit about Elbow Grease. Elbow Grease is a space where we can talk about being our best selves open and honestly with a focus on anything in the fitness world. Because in order to be your best self, I believe you have to be your best self. Together, we will discover on a weekly basis how to get there. So to get things kicked off, every episode will have an aspect of the mental, spiritual, and the physical. Today, we're going to talk about not forgetting to love ourselves. No, I'm not talking about in a in the traditional sense when you first think of people not loving themselves and the things that come along with that. Forgetting to love yourself can mean just not taking care of yourself in, in, in general. Not l- taking care of yourself or forgetting to love yourself can manifest in several different ways. For example, not getting enough sleep, skipping meals, overeating. And overeating just isn't sitting down and, and eating everything in sight at one time. It could be going to the store and getting a, a $5 bowl of fruit. Uh, if you eat all that fruit in one sitting, you're right, you overate. Uh, and then it also could be not getting enough sleep. There are thousands of different ways that we cannot take care of ourselves. So I know we can't all do all of them. Hell, I have trouble doing one of them at, at any given moment. So what I want to do is kind of break it down so that way we can at least find a starting point. And that starting point is going to be different for each and every individual person. So these are some of the ideas and some of the thoughts that, that got me uh, going when I first started. So I wanna, where I want to start is with the mental aspect because if it ain't right mentally, everything else is just fall by, just going to fall by the wayside. You know it, and I know it, and it's a thing that I have to practice uh, intelligently, deliberately, on purpose, practice being mentally positive and mentally present in myself as well as how I project myself out into the world. Two important, important parts of your brain that process emotions and motivations. Motivation, two things that are crucial to your success in finding that love uh, mentally, spiritually, and physically. So one would be the amygdala, and that uh, processes emotion as well as motivations. So when you think of amygdala, think of your survival instincts and your memory and your emotions. So with all those things combined, if you are constantly in your survival instincts, you're in a constant state of fight or flight. And that's not necessarily where we want to be. The amygdala also controls fear. So when we don't want to do something, um, the amygdala is what, what takes over and processes all those emotions. And then we have, two, the hippocampus. That regulates your memories, uh, your emotions, and plays a very important role in emotional disorders as, as such as ADD and ADHD and you know post-traumatic stress disorder and other things like that. How that all plays together is your brain is meant to, to be elastic, constantly growing and learning and changing, kind of like everything else in the world. 
when you talk about cortisol, i.e. stress, it creates a hardening between the hippocampus and the amygdala, which can create a brain that is in constant state or fight or flight. So think of a rubber band, for example. When you first get a rubber band, it's all stretchy and you can pull and twist and move it any kind of way. But when it gets dried out, it gets hard. And as soon as you pull it, it just cracks and pops. And it's never the same. You can't put it back together. It's always going to have some sort of affliction. Now, an example for that would be like um, if you get in a pretty heated argument, everyone is yelling, people are upset, feelings are getting hurt. Then it becomes a vicious cycle because now you feel like you have to defend yourself and you don't want to embarrass yourself and you want to get your point across. Nobody's listening to anybody. And then if it hasn't already, at that point, it becomes toxic. When we, what we all know is that hurt people hurt people. And that's when that feeling of doubling down on everything and then going all in on the argument comes in. And then the sometimes even the need to ex- escape shows up and then you may not be able to do that. So imagine being in that feeling all the time, 24-7, when you're dealing with your children, when you're dealing with your significant other, when you're at work, you can't even go shopping or grocery shopping or put on your shoes without getting mad about something. So that's kind of what happens if we're not taking care of ourselves mentally. It manifests into everything else. One way that I intentionally practice making sure that I don't let myself get to that point is to be mindful. And so when I did my Googles, because I had to do quite a few for this episode, uh, I came up with uh, it being a mental state that is achieved by focusing on one's awareness um, on the present moment and then acknowledging those feelings, thoughts, and sensations and trying to move through them. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to, okay to feel some kind of way. But what we don't want to do is stay there. And so being mindful helps you to move past that. Um, and it's oftentimes... Easier said than done, not going to lie, but the only way you get better at it is to start. So I want to challenge you guys to just try that one time today. Even if you're in your car, you're on your run, wherever you are, you can just take a few seconds and think about what's going through your mind right now and just be present and how everything feels. And if you are a heightened state of awareness, if you're anxious, if you, you know, in your feels feeling moody, you just upset, don't know why, I want to challenge you to figure out what that is. And then try and do that on a daily basis. Don't want to go anywhere past that because we'll continually add to this. But that is a starting point, just being present and practicing mindfulness. The second aspect that I want to go into is the spiritual. Now, I know in the black community, spirituality can be lumped into the same thing as religion. But those two things are distinctly different. For me, it is concerned with the human spirit or the soul. By definition, it is something different for everyone. It's about participating in an organized religion, going to a church, synagogue, mosque, so forth and so on. But for others, it's more important for some people to get in touch with their spiritual side through private prayer, yoga, meditation, quiet reflection, or even long walks. I I describe myself and define myself as spiritual and not religious. So I consider myself to be an overly logical person, which means I have to know why for most things. Pretty much I was that kid in class who got on everybody's nerves because, you know, I asked too many questions in math class, English class, literature class. I had to know why everything was. And so that's what leans me more towards being spiritual. At the end of the day, whether you identify as religious or spiritual, you have some sort of code or rules that you abide by for living. And that plays a significant role in your overall health, mentally, 
physically and spiritually. So when you have those feelings of lack of awareness or you're afraid or you just feel like it's just all too much or something feels a little bit off, that could be uh, a signal that something is off with your soul or your spirit. And that plays a huge part in your physical well-being because now going back to the mental aspect, it's rolling into stress because you can't figure it out. You don't know what's going on and you just you, you ain't here for nothing. Honestly, spirituality can be a scary place, but if you address it head on, it's going to help you to learn to get comfortable with being uncomfortable, especially when things get scary. Um, And it also helps you to stay focused because you have something to center on. There's something bigger than yourself. And we all want to be a a part of something bigger than ourselves. So that's why it's important to stay on top of your spirituality in one shape or form, or if it's religion as well, that's fine too. And then lastly, I want to talk about the physical, which is my sweet spot, which is where I live, which is where I get my life doing things that are physical. And I want you to get there with me too. (laughs) Y'all don't judge me on that because I will totally nerd out on you when it comes to physical shit. So bear with me because I honestly and truly believe that if you stick with me through this, you will have a working knowledge on what it's going to take to change your body composition and look the way you want it to look. There are six essential movement patterns that will help you accomplish your fitness goals and keep you from feeling stiff and things of the sort. And they are squat, hinge, lunge, push, pull, and carry. Our focus this week is going to be on the squat. And a squat is a full body exercise that trains primarily the muscles of the thighs, your hips, your ass, and your quadriceps. Basically all the areas that we want to lift, strengthen, tighten, grow, shape, shrink, or whatever other verb you can think of to get your sexy, your grown and sexy on. To get this ship moving in the right direction, I want to make sure that we all know, we know how to perform a squat correctly, which means then we can begin to build our base of knowledge and really begin to dive deep into what it's going to take for you particularly to change your body composition because it's going to look different for everybody and such is so with the squat uh, in general. So next week's episode there will be a link for uh, how to perform a correct squat which I will be hosting and I want you guys to go ahead and try out the squat. If you want to go ahead and get some YouTube videos in then, then and look for how to do a squat please do but I want you to Send them to me at Elbow Grease Pod uh, via Twitter or Instagram. That will be the spot where I will be reviewing videos uh, of you guys exercising and helping you guys out as much as I can. I will get to as many of you as time allows. So if that's 50 people, that'll be 50 people. If it's 100, it's 100. I can't promise you it's going to be today or tomorrow, but it will be as soon as I can get to you. Um, And I want to offer this service to you because I know not all of us millennials can afford a personal trainer. And that's what the essence of elbow grease is. I just wanted to include other parts at the physical and the mental and spiritual as well, because we can change the outside as much as we want. But if we do not change the inside, the outside is going to always reflect how we feel on the inside. I truly honestly believe that you are what you eat. But in addition, you are what you think as well. So if you want to be fine as hell, we got to put in the work and I'm here to help you to do that. Got off topic a little bit, 
But going back to that squat, that squat is a compound movement and it's going to be the foundation of pretty much everything you do. So think about when you stand up, when you sit down, when you walk around, you're all you're using those muscles to hold your body upright. And this being able to properly perform a squat means that your hip range of motion is on point and where it needs to be. Your quadriceps are not tight. Uh, and then also your hamstrings aren't tight. But it also means that you have su- uh, sufficient strength in your low back as well. And we'll get into that as the podcast goes on and we develop more episodes. Well, I develop more episodes. With all that, bringing it back home, those are the most important things that we have to focus on as black women, as women in general, but also is taking care of ourselves. So physical, I want you to email me a video of you doing the squat, or you could tag me on Twitter or Instagram at elbowgreasepod, E-L-B-O-G-R-E-A-S-E-P-O-D, or you could shoot me a quick email, like I just said, at elbowgreasepod at gmail.com. And then lastly, um, I do have my own social media personally. My name is Tavisha again, and I will spell it for you just like I did on Millennial Love. It's spelled very ethnically or ratchet. You got a little ratchetry in there if you want as well. It's T-A-V as in Victor, E-R-S-H-A. And that is my name across all social media, at Tavisha. It is spelled with the R. It's a new development in the English language. So back up, hold on before you judge me. All right. Again, that's T-A-V as in Victor, E-R-S-H-A. Other than that, we are all squared away. And I look forward to building a tremendous relationship with you all so we can get through this journey called life with as, with as little stress and as much happiness as possible. Thank you for listening. Tune in next Wednesday at 8 a.m.